Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hi, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland. I want to apologize if you can hear kind of my congestion. Um, It decided to become springtime at the beginning of March. So, which is when I'm recording this. I was out in California at a women's retreat, which was just phenomenal, by the way. It was so good to get to see people in person and hug them and just, you know, and it's interesting because I'm not a hugger, but when you're not allowed to hug people for over a year, it just, it felt right. (laughs) So it was so nice being out there. But when I came back, it was like high seventies, pollen everywhere. And I was like, Oh, okay. I came back to spring. That's cool. Which I love the warmer weather. I love that the kids can stay outside longer, but, um, I am definitely feeling the allergies. So I apologize if I sound a little raspy or congested this congested this morning, but I'm excited you are here nonetheless, because today we are talking all about expectations. And did you know that the Bible tells us on multiple occasions that we can have confident expectation on what God is doing? And do you want to know why that's amazing news? And it's okay if you don't know why, like it's okay if that didn't come right to you because I'm about to tell you why. But first I want to remind you to please five-star rate and review and share this podcast so we can continue to help others achieve the best version of themselves by accessing their next level of faith. Thank you, my friends. Your referrals are truly the greatest compliment. Okay, so let's dive into why it's such amazing news that we can hold confident expectation on what God is doing. Okay, frustration occurs when expectations are unmet, unrealistic, unclear, or not communicated. I always like to say uncommunicated, but that's not like grammatically correct, but I just like how everything else is un unmet, unrealistic, unclear. And then I want to say uncommunicated, but it's, it's not, not communicated. So we'll stick with being grammatically correct. So for example, back when the hubs and I were navigating the new territory of parenting six small children. Okay. If this is the very first episode you're joining in on, um, you might want to go back and listen to the previous ones. (laughs) I have six children and a set of quadruplets in that. So, but that's, yep, go, go listen to the other episodes. So anyway, at this time they were seven, five, and the quads were one. And we were quickly learning how easily it was to become frustrated, not only with each other, but with everything happening around us. Those of you who have had kids will agree that some of your most frustrating moments as being a mom come from when you don't understand what your baby is wanting. Like, especially if you're a new mom, 
your baby has an expectation that is not being met because she can't communicate it clearly with you. Therefore, you grow frustrated because you cannot meet your baby's expectations because you don't know what they are. But as you get to know the ins and outs of your baby more, you begin to have a better understanding of whatever that need or want is that your baby is asking to be met. But we had to figure this out times six, because even though the big boys were old enough to tell us what they needed, they often were unable or unwilling to do so with the, the like cloud of chaos that had become our home. It, it's pretty unmatched. It really is, especially then. Um, well, and you know, and then I sit here and I think, well, no, actually it's probably louder now because they're bigger <laughs> and their voice carries. Anyway, it was a lot, a lot of chaos, a lot of noise, a lot of just picture it in your mind, the most chaotic time in your home, and then add four babies to that, right? Okay, so it was that, okay? But on top of that, the hubs and I had developed expectations of each other, but never actually communicated what those were. (laughs) Ergo, as those expectations continue to go on without being met, our frustrations grew into the point of snapping. One day, the hubs came home on a Thursday and asked, where's dinner? That was such a simple, honest, like he didn't mean any harm by asking that question. But because my frustration level was already at an all-time high, I snapped. I completely lost it. I don't recall what all was said, but I do recall it was not said with grace and probably not any kind of kindness, you know, or any, any, any kind of gentleness. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it ended with, I'm going to punch you in your throat. I, I do remember that part. I know, I know that wasn't my best. That doesn't reflect who I am as a person, but um, yeah, that's where I was. That's where I was at that, at that moment in time. And I was so frustrated because it was Thursday and we ran out of food on Wednesday. I was exhausted because no one napped that day. I hadn't even taken a shower. I was in the middle of trying to feed the quads, which required my full attention and effort to best reduce the amount of mess that they would make. And here comes my hubby wanting to know where his dinner was. Ah, (laughs) all I could think was, are you kidding me? Instead of asking me for your dinner, how about you help feed your kids? Right? Like, that's what I was thinking. Are you like, really right now, right now you're going to come home and do you know what I've been through? Right. That's kind of where I was. And I felt like meeting his expectation of food was completely unrealistic of me. Like, nope, sorry. I've got, I've got, nope. You, you can take care of your own food. I've got these little children's lives that I'm trying to take care of. <laughs> but the problem was he didn't know the kind of day I had because I hadn't communicated that with him. He didn't know I was expecting help as soon as he walked through the door. Now, uh, I know many of you, like I was, are probably thinking, but he should just know, like he's the husband. He should just know. I mean, isn't it obvious? 
and thank you. <laughs> I felt that same way. But that way of thinking, it just causes more frustration. Listen, people don't know what they don't know. Okay. And, and we get so frustrated when our expectations of other people aren't being met, but they have no idea what those expectations are. And we say, but they should just know. Well, precious, they don't. Okay. I'm sorry, but it's true. We have to constantly tell people what is expected of them or don't hold an expectation on somebody that you're not going to communicate. All right. Because here's the thing, you can hold an expectation on somebody and not communicate it and end up frustrated. But if you don't want to be frustrated, then stop doing that. Either communicate it to them or don't hold any expectation at all. That way, if they deliver, then you're pleasantly surprised. You're not like, oh, but you're like, oh, wow. Okay, well, that was nice, right? It feels good when you don't hold an expectation on somebody and they deliver. It feels good, okay? So that's kind of your option here, all right? But here was the flip side that was happening. He had missed out on lunch that day and he was dealing with a huge mess at work and he was hangry, but he didn't show it. Like he didn't come home storming through the door Where's my food? Like he wasn't, he didn't show that he was hangry at all. Now, when I'm hangry, you can tell, like everyone can tell because I need my food, but he, he did a very good job. He did, he did not show that, that that's where he was (laughs) emotionally speaking. Okay. But food was all that was occupying his mind when he came home. He needed to meet that primal need first before he would be any good to anyone. But he didn't communicate that with me either. You see, like both of us were not communicating where we were and the expectation we had on the other person. And so therefore, when our expectations weren't being met and we didn't know why they weren't being met, we were frustrated with each other, right? Frustration is directly related to expectation, period, okay? We eventually had to sit down when both of us were even-tempered, like we had our bellies full, the kids were down, and we had to talk about like what we expected from each other moving forward. And we developed a code word <laughs> for when one of us put an unrealistic expectation on the other. And that was to say, throat punch. (laughs) And it became this like cute word that really helped to break the tension and clear up the expectation so that we wouldn't get so frustrated with the other person. Right. Because I told him, I'm like, Hey, from now on after Wednesday, don't expect dinner on the table. (laughs) Like I can, I can persevere through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, baby. Like I got it. But after Thursday, like we're typically out of food by then I'm exhausted because I was also working and I just, that's an unrealistic expectation of me. So if he would come home on a Friday and like, it just slipped his mind and be like, Hey, where's dinner? I'd be like, Hey, throat punch. (laughs) And he would laugh and, and then we would both laugh and everything was fine. But communicating that clearly really helped to ease up that frustration level that we held. Because 
it was not only with each other, but our kids could feel it too. When we were so frustrated, you know, I mean, imagine your little seven-year-old sitting there and the mom blows up at the dad because the dad asked for dinner. Like the kids probably like, what? Huh? This man's hungry. (laughs) Just feed him. (laughs) Right. Okay. So how does all this tie into how we can wait with confident expectation on God? Because when we put our expectations on the promises of God, there is no frustration. Nothing is unmet. Nothing is unclear. Nothing is not communicated. Like it is all right here in the word of God. It's all right here. And the promises of God are yes and amen. And Isaiah 55, 11, he says, so will my word be, which goes forth out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, useless, without result, without accomplishing what I desire. So what does that mean? It means that God does not make a promise to you that will not be accomplished. So we can stand with confident expectation that God will do what God says he will do. He is sovereign. Like that's what he does. He is truth. He will do what he says he will do, or he is not God. He is not who he says he is. Do you see that? Like every single promise is for you. And it's so easy to get caught in that comparison trap and think, oh, but God's promises, man, he really does favor her or man. She's really, she's really acting on God's promises. His promises are are true for her. They're definitely yes and amen for her. They just don't seem to be that way for me. That's not how it works. God's promises are for you too. And I know that some of you right now are praying for a breakthrough. Some of you are praying for a miracle. It's time to declare God's word back to him. All throughout scripture, we see God's method of operation. But since I just gave you a reference from Isaiah, let's stick there for a minute. Okay, let's look at Isaiah 48. They went forth from my mouth and I proclaimed them. Suddenly I acted and they came to pass. This is God's method of operation. Declare, then do. Okay. He declared it. It went forth out of his mouth. He proclaimed it. And then he acted. Declare, then do. And it will come to pass. Don't get discouraged if it's not happening quick enough for you. God's timing is never early and is never late. He is always on time. Don't doubt. Okay. Your mind cannot occupy both faith and doubt at the same time. It's time to declare God's promises back to him and then act on them with confident expectation. But Julie, what if I mess up? You cannot mess up God's call on your life. You are not that powerful. Sit with that for a second. You, you can get off course, sure. You can get squirreled, right? Chase that shiny object. You can get off the path. But you're not powerful enough 
to derail God's plan for your life. No. Actively seek it. Speak his words, his promises. Declare them as truth back to him. Doing so shows your faith and obedience. And those are directly tied to your breakthrough, my friend. Directly tied to your breakthrough. So if you're walking in faith, in obedience of God's word, you will get a breakthrough. Not because Julianne says so, but because God says so. And his word will not return to him void. It will be accomplished. So stand on that. Accept that for yourself. Believe in it. Mark eleven twenty four says, whatever things you ask for in prayer, in accordance with God's will, believe with confident trust that you have received them and they will be given to you. They will be given to you. Your breakthrough is coming. Now you say it. Say my breakthrough is coming. I declare my breakthrough is coming today. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Declare it. It might feel funny. It might feel awkward at first. So declare it anyway. Speak it out. Your words are so powerful. Say it over and over and over again. You know, the world, the world operates on on the the big wigs, right? The, all the gurus, all the experts, affirmations, 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 affirmations. Okay. Have, have your vision board, have your affirmation board. Okay. All great. All those can come from scripture. <laughs> you can't, I love John Maxwell. He was a mentor of mine, but he, he's written a ton. I don't know how many a ton of leadership books. Okay. He's the number one. And he says, every single leadership principle is found in scripture. Every single one for all of his books, everything he has ever taught. He says, you show me a leadership principle and I'll show you where it is in the Bible. That's where leadership comes from is scripture. Okay. In Habakkuk, it tells us to write the vision down. That's where vision boards come from, right? (laughs) But as believers, as kingdom women, or for the men that are listening, like we get to declare that over our life. It's more than just an affirmation. It's a declaration of God's word in our life. We're saying, we're saying, yes, Lord. Yes, we declare your promises in our life. And I'm going to act on those in faith. I'm going to obediently walk it out. And God says, awesome. I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting for you to show me that I can trust you with this blessing, with this favor, with this miracle. Come forth here. I have it for you. I promised it to you. Come forth. Your breakthrough is coming. All right, my friends, thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode blessed you, 
please share with a friend. And also I would love for you to message me over on Instagram at the Julian Kirkland and let me know what you got out of today's message. How did God speak to you? Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode because I have some exciting news to share with you in the upcoming weeks and you will hear it right here first. And remember, the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Thanks for listening. Bye now.